Good morning, everyone. Thank you for joining Coffee in Christ with Krishna today. Father God, we come to you this morning and we ask that you continue to show us how to be a better person. Continue to live through us and help us find our shoes again so we can dance through life regardless of whether there's music, whether there's drought, whether there's trials, tribulations. Help us to lean on your understanding and only your understanding and for us to continue to grow and prosper and be better in Jesus' name and continue just to grow in brotherly and sisterly love, show compassion, basically live as you would want us to live with love. As we wake up each morning, we thank you We thank you for everything that you have done, everything that you are going to continue to do for us. And we just want to come to you in agreement and say amen and thank you, Father God. Today's segment, um, I'm pretty excited because the next few segments we're going to be talking about relationships and well, in the form of Is Shivery Dead, which is my upcoming um, book that I'll be working on. And each segment will dissect um a layer of each chapter so I'm pretty excited about that and the things to come but before I get to that um this segment is is titled um still dancing and um we're going to talk about how when you're in a drought when you're in that season of so to speak desperation and confusion or when you're shifting into a new season, what do you do? Do you stand still? Of course, you listen for him. But at the same time, you continue to dance and you rejoice in his name because it's coming. Your time and your season is coming. Last year, I know for sure, I've witnessed a few things around me and so for myself as well in regards to entering into a new season, difficult seasons, um, seasons that are so unfamiliar, droughts, whether it is a mental block, writer's block, whether it is financial, whether it is a loss of job or a job that lost you because you didn't lose that job. Let's get that understood. A job lost you. You are important. You had a purpose and a reason for being in that position. Okay. So the job lost you because God is trying to elevate you and shift you and move you into different avenues. And I saw that across um, many people's lives that um, I'm close with. And I'm here to say, well, whether it was, again, um, the job losing you or you shifting from, you know, being a single parent, I mean, shifting from being, you know, jointly parents and having the help that you needed along with, you know, um, shifting to being a single parent and a job losing you. I've seen it. But what was so amazing to me is that these people that came across this shift and this drought, so to speak, or this new season, I still hear them say, you know what, I'm okay. 
and I'm okay because God says I'm okay. And I want you to understand that sometimes you will go through a lot of things. You will go through trials. You will be tested. God will allow the devil to come in and test your faith and test your strength and test your ability to believe in him. And this is whenever you need to understand that no matter what, no matter whether or not you go deaf to life and you go deaf to what's inside of you and the sounds and the joy that used to bring you comfort, so to speak, you have to continue to understand that you still have to dance and you still have to praise and you still have to give him glory because if it wasn't for him, During that time, allowing this shift and this season, you're not going to be able to fully understand the amazing restoration that's coming or the amazing journey that lies ahead. You'll be too overwhelmed with the impouring of blessings because you stayed And understood that you could not lean upon your own understanding. And that's kind of the ironic aspect of it. It said, lead not unto your own understanding. But actually, you have to have some sense of understanding to know that I can't rely on what I know. I have to rely on what God has already prepared for me. And sometimes it gets so hard. Because let's think about it. Um, Joseph, at age 17 got betrayed by brothers, friends. I mean, look what happened. 17 up until the age of 30, he was imprisoned. He was thrown out. He was rejected and then imprisoned. So not only did that job lose you, but sometimes you may, after you lose the job, after you get that rejection, you may become imprisoned by something, whether it's financial, whether it's mental, whether it's emotional, whether it's um, family trouble, maybe it's dysfunction that's coming. One thing leading after the other for me, whether it's a writer's block, whatever the case may be. You have to understand that just because you are a prisoner does not mean that you're going to continue to be held captive and you will have your breakthrough. At the age of 30, he went from prisoner (laughs) to reign over his own nation. You, You just don't understand the magnitude in that shift. But it took him almost 13 years of God developing and testing and allowing him to remain still in those in those moments and during those seasons for him to gain and and, and restore. And he had the overthrown over the same people that threw him out and rejected him. He had the ability to save their lives. And guess what he did? He gave back. No grudges, no hurt. And that's one thing that, that, that's another thing. Sometimes we become so angry and we become so hurt that even that hurt and that anger can fester and hold you prisoner and, and keep you 
kidnapped and strapped to something that that's that's bigger than you and you're unable to see past that so it's not just in the form of either a loss or rejection or you know financial but it can come in the form of emotional and and mental aspects as well sometimes you have to not allow those feelings to become prisoner and as you know I thought about this segment and I'm like yes there are a few things a lot of things that I have to learn how to let go because even whenever there's the biggest enemy that's standing in my face I have to be able to say do you need my hand whenever you are in need of help because that's what God does Let's look at Job. When Job cried out, he said, so I have been eluded months of fruitility and worrisome. Nights have been appointed to me. There may be nights, there may be months that you may have to suffer, but your suffering will not go in vain. You are not suffering. Look at it as I'm shifting. I'm moving forward. I'm trying to find a new me or God is saying, you know what? I need to, I need you to look within yourself because there are some things that I need to stir up in you because either I have greater things for you that's coming. Well, he always have greater things that's coming for us, but I have greater things for you. That's why that job lost you. Or I need to stir up some things in you because I need you whole. You're, you're too fragile right now. It's some things that you haven't learned how to shake and it's a few things that continue to keep you bondage that that won't allow you to grow to the next level. And right now, in order for me to get you or give you the next level, I need you to elevate yourself to the next level because this position will leave you behind if you come in with the same form of thinking or the same form of behavior. I won't be able to trust you with this. Even in Isaiah, when it says, see, I have refined you, though not as silver. I have tested you in the furnace of affliction for my own sake, for my own sake. I do this. Think about Nelson Mandela. Nelson Mandela also spent 27 years in prison. They tried to shut him down. That's like if you want to go back to school, some people, they wonder, hmm, maybe I'm a little too old to go back to school and start a new career. Maybe, you know, I'm too old to shift in, in what I'm doing. You're never too old. Nelson Mandela, 27 years when he got out of prison. And you're talking about a man that was already a man when he went to prison. So add 27 years on top of that age. He came out and he led his country. He did amazing things. He's gone down in history books knowing that he stayed firm on his belief and his purpose. He shifted. He spent 27 years. God gave him 27 years, just like Joseph, 27 years preparing a leader. Yours may be months. Yours may be a year. Yours may be three years, 13 years, 27 years. But baby, whenever you come out, 
It's time for you to lead because while you are held prisoner, it's something that you need to let loose. Not your physical being needs to be released, but maybe it's your spiritual being that needs releasing so you can elevate and you can grow. So whenever your physical is let loose and let out, you can become aligned with his word. You can become aligned with his purpose. And now you understand what you have to do. Maya Angelou, at the age of eight, she muted for five years. Can you imagine after, I mean, five years, there was no sound. There was nothing that come that came out of this young girl's voice out of her mouth. Five years. And after five years, God rumbled something in her and released something in her. And after that, she allowed and used his voice that he was developing to bless the world. So I'm here to tell you, for me as well, if you need to shift in your marriage, if you need to shift in your position in the world, ask yourself, what am I doing? I'm in this drought right now. I'm in this season. God, you lead me. You take over. Sometimes it's very hard. The pill is very hard to swallow because maybe he's trying to tell you it's time for you to let go of all that anger, all those issues that you're carrying. Maybe it's time for you to sit up here and and shift so that way you can elevate to the next level of what he has waiting for you. You have to continue to dance. You have to continue to rise and you have to continue to praise him. And you have to understand he's giving you the sound that you need. He's elevating you in ways that you don't understand. So what is it that you need to do to bring elevation in every areas of your life? Once my career, it started feeling like a job, I knew I had to do something. And it brought me into an uncomfortable shift in an uncomfortable season because it has been almost five years since I put out another book, another novel. And I kept asking myself, like, what is going on? There are months, almost a year, I couldn't think of anything to write, whether it was a poem, whether it was coming up with a character that used to come to me so easy as I was driving to work. There was a whole story that I just built in my mind. And then I started grad school and I'm like, oh, more things to do. And then other things start happening in my life that cause anger, that cause resentment, things that I may still be holding on to that's 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 opening up my eyes to saying, you know what? The only person that is defeating is you. It's it's hindering you. That's why your thoughts not on point. That's why you can't write anything. Why would I allow you to sit up here and use a voice that I have given you or words that I have given you to portray? And it came from a place of anger or it came from a place of resentment. I can understand words and, and, and voice coming from hurt because we learn from hurt. 
We develop from hurt. That's normal. But whenever you're holding on to resentment, when you're holding on to anger, that's a problem. Because anger, yes, that's all part of emotions. But what do you do about anger? You don't stay angry. You evolve from being angry. You evolve to forgiveness. Shifting. What is it? What is it that's causing you to be in this drought? He is either preparing you, changing you, shifting you. But all through that, you need to put on your shoes and you need to dance and you need to praise him. Because it's something that he is preparing you for. He's allowing you to understand that, hey, something greater is coming. Your past is just what it is. You can control how you react. You can control how you respond to everything. So what are you going to do? Are you going to respond by sitting in the corner while everyone else is dancing to the music of life? Are you going to put on your shoes and you're going to dance as well? Dance to your own beat. Practice your victory dance because it's coming. It's never too late to understand. And you can be 90 years old and God can send you through a drought. He can send you through that season because he's never, ever finished working on elevating you. He's never, ever finished pouring in blessings that he has for you. Yet you have to understand when that drought comes and when that season comes or whenever truth is staring you in your face, what are you going to do with it? Are you going to make changes? Are you going to mend broken relationships? Are you going to allow the enemy that tried to hurt you? Are you going to allow that enemy to continue to live and fester in your spirit? Or are you going to release it and give that back? What are you going to do? Are you going to wonder what it is that I need to do next? Are you going to continue to ask God and say, you know what? Whatever it is, I'm ready. I'm ready now. I see. Are you going to go back to school? Are you going to start a new career? Live on purpose. Continue to dance. Do everything that you are destined to do. I felt that this segment was so important before I move on to um, my next segment um, for the next couple of weeks. And reason being is because... You look around and sometimes we get so tired, we we get frustrated, we want to throw in the towel and we want to quit. And we want to quit even whenever God don't don't even have us in a position to quit anything. We just want to say, no, I, I can't do it. But you can't give up. You have to continue to push. 
And sometimes you have to swallow that hard pill and you have to realize it's some shifting that I need to do within myself. And you continue to have faith in him and you continue to lean upon his understanding. And things will be all right. Dance. Don't stop. Don't stop at all. So now we come to um, our poetry segment. And I recited this poem um, at a Black History program just recently. And a lot of people requested it. Um, and I did post it on um, Writing Dove Instagram. So you can definitely find a copy there as well. But it goes into um, the title of the segment. But the name of this poem is You Still Can't Steal My Dance. So I'm going to go ahead and recite that for all of you. And I hope you all enjoyed it if you're hearing it for the first time. Amen, amen, amen. While the beauty of praising his name with the beat, the sonder sweet melody that moves my feet. Tap dance, ballet, zydeco, swing out, even hip hop. And through Zumba, get a little salsa workout. See, I've learned a long time ago that the devil is beneath my feet. So why don't you wobble with me, wobble with me, wobble with me? And show him there's no defeat. Lift every voice and sing. Clap your hands and rejoice because we serve an almighty king. Now that sounds jazzy and all. But let's talk about the days my feet are sore. My body's weak. My heart aches and my mind is too tired to even hear the sounds of my own cry. I'm like, God, do you really expect me to dance like this? I mean, I can't even find my rhythm. I can't find my niche. God says to me. My child, let me see you dance. I cry back out. God, I don't have anything left in me. There's no music. There's no sound. I I looked inside myself and chaos is all I found. God, please don't make me dance. God then replies. My little dancing child, I will leave you with this and then you will realize. You don't need brass instruments to spring forth the noise. You don't need beautiful harps or a mass choir to give you a song. I created the original sounds of music. The rain that beats life into the earth. The birds that hums a hymn that gave today's music its worth. Listen, my child, when you feel you have nothing to dance to, remember I'm the music that lives within you. So now I use this information as my main source of inspiration to salsa, hip hop, swing out, zodico, ballet, and tap dance. And let the devil know that even when there is no sound, he still can't steal my dance. So I'm snapping and I'm snapping. So I really hope that you enjoyed um, that poem it's entitled You Still Can't Steal My Dance. And of course, that is one of my originals that was published in The Conversation of Hope. Um, again, thank you all so much for taking the time to have a little coffee in Christ this morning. Um, even whenever I'm a little under the weather, it's very cold <laughs> around here. And um, 
down south we don't do cold that well but we are making it and i love every aspect of it bring it on jesus bring it on god whatever you have whatever weather i will go through it with a smile in my tap dance shoes but i just want to say thank you all so very much um for joining i hope you have a beautiful and wonderful week um continue to praise his name continue to dance and know that you are not alone when you don't hear sound remember he lives within you he's singing to you and he's cheering you on and allowing you to see that it's time for a shift and it's time for you to understand that great things are coming you need to be be prepared for what he has for you are you doing the proper things the inner channels that you need to change within yourself are you ready Are you prepared? Are you twiddling your thumbs? Are you just kind of waiting or or getting by? Or are you dancing? Are you rejoicing? Are you reflecting? Are you taking the time to become better so you can enjoy every better thing that he has, that he's about to reign in your life, in your family's life, in your children's life? in your marriage, in your friendships, in your workplace. Your work is about to become an amazing career. What are you ready for? Or are you ready? Victory is yours. So let's go ahead and get our victory dance ready. Practice that in the mirror. And I want everyone to have a blessed and amazing week. Don't forget, you can go to my website, www.writingdovewordsforthesoul.com. Um, dot weebly.com that's words for the number four the letter d so dot weebly w-e-e-b-l-y dot com you can go out and check out any upcoming events um, that I may have you can check out um, poems in rotation and you can also leave me a comment a review or anything and reach out reach out holla at your girl and please let me know anything that I can do or that we can discuss and stay tuned we have a great great show that's coming up in the next couple of weeks is shivery dead let's talk about it we're trying to rid the differences between or rid the difference or the ignorance that men and women are alike Okay, so that's going to be interesting. I'm going to try to have as many guests as I can to talk about that topic and how women and men come in, even in Jesus' name, um, to discuss topics such as this, dating, marriage, um, and things of that nature. It's going to be uh, pretty dope. So I'm so excited for that. So again, have a great week, guys. Thank you so much again for the support. I need you. You need me. We need each other. So go out and be blessed. Ciao. Guys, I'm so sorry. I forgot to give you my recommended book for the week. And this recommended book is titled The Power of Now, A Guide to Spiritual enlightenment and it's by um Eckhart Tolle this book is very powerful um 
I really, really enjoyed every aspect of it, actually. Um, I want to go back and read it again. But very good book. The Power of Now. Living in the now and understanding now in everything around you. And just the whole connection with what's going on in the present. Not worrying about anything that has happened in your past. Or using what has happened in your past to come into connection of what's happening today. So that's my recommended book. And... And once again, have a blessed week.